The Durable Restoration Company is a proud sponsor of Berguin Wright Presents. At Durable Restoration, they specialize in exterior historic restoration services. All of their craftspeople and artisans are employees and trained in-house using traditional materials, tools, and techniques that are tried and true. They have a long list of historic landmarks across the nation that they are proud to have helped preserve for future generations. For all your upcoming restoration needs, contact Durable Restoration at DurableRestoration.com or call toll-free at 1-877-340-9182. Hello and welcome to Berguin Wright Presents Cape Fear Legends and Lore, a podcast series telling the stories of North Carolina's Cape Fear region through the history of one of its oldest historic sites. My name is Hunter Ingram. I'm the Assistant Museum Director for the Berguin Wright House and Gardens in Wilmington, and I'm your host for this podcast. In the first season of Berguin Wright Presents, we explored the real North Carolina history depicted in the global phenomenon that is Outlander, the historical fiction book series from author Diana Gabaldon and the Stars series that adapted it for television. We called our first season Outlander in the Cape Fear. But for our second season, we're going to step away from the popular culture lens to look at the Cape Fear's history through the celebrated work of a Wilmington native who helped preserve it. This season, we're going to dissect the legends and lore within the chapters of Lewis T. Moore's anthology, Stories Old and New of the Cape Fear Region. First published in 1956, the book is a collection of stories that have stood the test of time in the Wilmington area. They range from the colonial period to the early 1900s, capturing just about every facet of Cape Fear history from tales of wartime Wilmington to campfire ghost stories. Lewis explored the origins of local neighborhoods and chases down eyebrow-raising rumors and legends that give the region an undeniable sense of historic character. He was transparent that some of his most popular stories were purely sourced from tradition or myth. But that commitment to the fact and the fiction is what makes stories old and new such a compelling testament to the region's unique story. Lewis remains one of the paramount storytellers of the Cape Fear, and before we jump into this season and his book, I want to take a moment to introduce our listeners to the man himself and why he got his love for the region honest. On his father's side, Lewis was a descendant of Roger Moore, the larger-than-life colonial land baron who earned the nickname King Roger as the builder of the famous Orton Plantation at Brunswick Town in the 1720s. Lewis's father, Colonel Roger Moore, was a commanding officer of the Confederate 41st Regiment stationed around Wilmington during the Civil War. Through his mother, Susan Eugenia Beery Moore, Lewis was the grandson of Benjamin Washington Beery, 
the owner of Beery's Shipyard on Eagle Island, where several Confederate ironclad ships were also built during the Civil War. Lewis's family tree is well-rooted in every generation of the Cape Fear's developed history, something he took pride in continuing throughout his life. Born in Wilmington in 1885, he found his voice on the page while he was a student at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, working at both the Daily Tar Hill on campus and the Raleigh Evening Times. He returned to Wilmington in 1906 and soon served as an editor for the Wilmington Dispatch and the Wilmington Morning Star, today known as the Star News. No matter what story fell on his desk, there was one subject Lewis could never seem to write enough about. Local history. Even reading back on his work today, there's an undeniably captivating quality to his writing. A catchy, sly, humorous style that grabbed the reader and spun a narrative that begged to be finished. He wrote fact as thrilling as fiction. He also made a name for himself behind the lens of jaw-dropping panoramic photos taken around the region, many depicting the local historic sites and stories he knew like the back of his hand. But Lewis wasn't just looking to the past for his inspiration. He also served as the director of the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce for several years, acting as the most vocal champion for the city and its potential. For a man who never missed an opportunity to celebrate Wilmington's past, he was perhaps even more committed to its future. He fought for transportation improvements, ferry upgrades, better national promotion, much of which he did himself, and he always put a focus on highlighting the area's deep bench of history. In 1956, just a few years before he died in 1961, he published Stories Old and New of the Cape Fear region, compiling some of the many stories he had written about over the years into one career-defining tome. More than half a century later, the book remains a priceless reference of local history, because even when he prioritized storytelling over truth-telling, he was saving these stories, because if he and those like him didn't write them down, they may have been lost forever. Lewis was a humble, admittedly imperfect vessel for this community's history, always acknowledging his place in it and those who had come before him. So for this season of the podcast, we're going to do the same. To pay tribute to Lewis T. Moore's work, we are going to revisit some of the chapters within his book. Many of those we will focus on originate in the colonial period, but as with most local history, just about every story has implications for the decades and even centuries that will follow. We will talk about the origins of the Bergwin Wright House's legacy as Cornwallis headquarters, why Wilmington has so-called tunnels underneath its streets, whether or not the city was visited by the most infamous royal imposter of the colonial era, and we will take a trip down the Cape Fear River to honor the enduring icon that was the Dram Tree. These stories, and the others we will highlight this season, are etched into the fabric of the Cape Fear's identity, primarily because people like Lewis T. Moore worked to ensure they were never forgotten. This season, we will do our part to carry on that tradition. And on a personal note, I want to dedicate this season of Bergwin Wright Presents to the memory of one of its biggest fans 
and my friend, Sylvia Gale Brady. A listener, lover, and student of the Cape Fear, Gale, as she was called by her friends and family, was the best example of why we do this podcast. Even in her final years, she never stopped being curious about where she lived, and the podcast was able to continue that journey with her, even when she couldn't do it on her own. I will always treasure talking with her about what she learned on the podcast, because she, like so many of our listeners, was just as eager as I am to share what we learn with those around us. She asked questions. She saw age-old stories from a new light. And she took a moment, every now and then, to appreciate all this region has been and all that it can be. She was the epitome of the reader and listener that Lewis T. Moore hoped his stories would reach, and he wrote as much in the preface of his book. Quote, This book, written largely in newspaper verbiage, has been approached with the hope and effort to combine local history with stories, tradition, and fact in a way not heretofore attempted. It is submitted in the hope that it may persuade local Wilmingtontonians to have a deeper appreciation of the fascinating lore of their city and county. Is it too much to express hope that parents will inculcate in the minds of their children, on a comprehensive and continuing basis, a proper conception and appreciation of the interesting and inexhaustible historical facts possessed by the community in which they now reside? End quote. At the Berguin Wright House, we share that same hope for this podcast. Cape Fear Legends and Lore will release new episodes every other Thursday through the spring of 2023, with the first episode premiering the week of Thanksgiving. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast by searching Berguin Wright Presents on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. You can also visit us at the Berguin Wright House. Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., we give tours of the site that will expose you to a fascinating chapter in North Carolina and colonial history. You can follow the Bergwin Wright House and Gardens on all social media platforms, including Facebook and Instagram, for the latest on what we're doing at the site. As a nonprofit, this podcast and all those exciting projects done at the Bergwin Wright House are made possible by donations and community support. Please consider making a donation to the house, or better yet, join our membership program, which comes with exclusive perks and tours. All the money raised goes towards the further education and preservation of Wilmington's oldest and largest historic site. For more information, visit our website, which is included in each episode's description or online at bergwinwrighthouse.com. Thank you so much for your support, and we will see you this season on Bergwin Wright Presents Cape Fear Legends and Lore.